0: listening to the girl next door podcast. I'm Erica and I'm Kelsey. We're two next door neighbors who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink and stay a while.
1: Hey neighbor. Hey neighbor. Tonight we are talking about busyness. Um, it seems like if you ask anyone how they've been lately, you'll get the standard automatic busy. So busy. And I'm guilty of that too. (laughs) I am too. It's like, it's like how we say fine. Yes. How are you? Fine. Good. Mm -hmm. How are you? Mm Um, so, we're going to dig into that a little bit tonight yep. whether we're really as busy as we say we are, and if so, whether or not we should be. Love it. Um, and we would normally have a cocktail at normally. this portion, and I will include the link and describe a cocktail. But as we have mentioned, we are pre recording some of yeah. these, and you are still very much with child.
0: I, I am. <laughs> and
1: <laughs> we're running out of mocktail ideas. I know. And we've, been, have,
0: we've been doing it for a while yeah, now.
1: <laughs> and we've recorded
0: three this week yeah so
1: instead i have for us chocolate babka from the bakery that opened
0: today that is very exciting that's way better than a cocktail
1: we'll we'll give a little review of that at the end too in our neighborhood news but Mm -hmm. so i have chocolate this will air in february so Mm -hmm. i have kind of a chocolate theme Mm -hmm. um the cocktail i would have made if you could consume it with me which i will
0: make you you can make one for me yes i totally will i
1: totally will um would be a chocolate-covered cherry, which Yum. is very Valentine's-esque. Yeah. Um, and it's a beer cocktail, which I really like using Ooh, yeah. beer in cocktails. Mm-hmm. But again, kind of hard to do a mocktail version. Yeah. So it is just cherry lambic, which is oh, a very, okay. I don't know. It's a kind of a beer, but it's like a specific. It's a Belgian. Yeah. Right? i yeah, There's a lot of different kind of fruit varieties, yep. I think. Um, you, it's that, half of that, and then half um, Samuel Smith's Organic oatmeal chocolate stout. Oh, yum. And Mm. it tastes like a chocolate covered cherry. So just those two things. Yeah. But not in a sickening way. So yeah, you mix it kind of like a, like a black and tan or something like that. So that
0: sounds great. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to mm -hmm. that. (laughs) Yep. It'll happen. So, and I will
1: link all of that um, in the show notes, but in the interest of full disclosure, we're not actually sipping yes, on that today. Yes,
0: we've got our we've got our water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. Uh but I do want a bite of this chocolate babka. Yeah, let's eat let's eat it into this. Cheers yeah. to
1: new neighborhood bakeries. Cheers.
0: <laughs> mm.
1: It's so good. What okay, mm. do you know what the origins of Babka are? No. But you did
0: say that there was a Seinfeld episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to remember that there was a Seinfeld episode. Um I thought it had something like, I thought that the chocolate babka was like this very sought after, you know, treat in that they went to this bakery was supposed to be really great. And this little old lady bought the last one like right before Jerry. Mm -hmm. And I think he might have like knocked her down in the street or like shoved (laughs) her to the side and like taken the chocolate babka or something. Or maybe it was George. I don't know. So I'm gonna have to look that up, and if uh-huh. it, if
1: so, embed the video. right, yes. right in our show notes. <laughs> Sounds fun. Um, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about busyness. Yeah. Um, we kind of got the idea for this. We were talking briefly about it, and you've made this distinction on the show before, and I think it was a really important one. Oh, Miko, oh.
0: Miko's <laughs> trying to sample my
1: chocolate. <laughs> totally creeping on
0: your babka. <laughs> yeah.
1: Get down, to Jerry. <laughs> um, he was like, "This is not a bad idea. I'll just steal. I know. A vodka. I'll just take some of that." <laughs> um, okay, so you've made this distinction before, mm-hmm. uh, which is really important. You said there's a difference between having a busy life and a full life. Yeah. So tell me what that means to you.
0: Okay, so I think that having a very busy life, to me, what I've kind of come to, I think, realize in the past couple years, I th- I think it it kind of implies to me like you're not in control. Mm-hmm. It's not intentional. Mm-hmm. It's like you're just letting things fill up your schedule, fill up your calendar. Yes. And you're just letting it run away with you and I you're totally just I'm agree. so busy I, I mm-hmm. can't, you know. It's it's running you, you're not running exactly. it. Yeah. And I can't remember, I think it was a few years ago. To see if we can find it. I think there was a New York Times article or something about kind of this busyness phenomenon how mm-hmm. everyone was so busy and it's this status symbol and everything that everyone uses it as an excuse um and talks about it as if it's out of our control, mm-hmm. and that people say, Oh, I'm too busy to do that but but what you're really saying is no, that's not a priority for me right, right now or right. or like that's what the other person hears, and it's right. true mm-hmm. like and so. That really made a lot of sense to me. And so I've just been kind of trying to like trying to own that. Mm-hmm. Like if if I do feel too busy to do something, I don't want to say, oh, I'm too busy. I want to mm-hmm. consciously think about, okay, if, if I don't have time for that, then is it really not a priority? Well, then I don't want to feel guilty that I can't do that. Yeah. Or if I do really want to do that, then... What is it that I'm filling my time with that right. I shouldn't be? Right. So so that's why I, I'm like really trying to be conscious of that and mm-hmm. not just like throw that word around. I mean, we're all busy. Right. And so what does that mean? Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
1: I really like that. And that really resonated with me when you said that initially is that that I, it is the difference for me is that idea of like being a victim of your life yeah. or being the liver of your life. Uh-huh. Like you're choosing all the activities, even your job, you've chosen uh-huh. your job. Yep. You, you know, there may be some things within that that are out of your control, mm-hmm. but you can balance other things mm-hmm. and shift things, or you can decide you can make big decisions in your life. Like mm-hmm. this is not working for me or, right. um, and I, I do think another big distinction between a busy life and just a full active life that sometimes can be tiring mm-hmm. is the complaining
0: Oh, that's a like, good one. Right. To me,
1: part of it is like you can't, if you're just viewing your life as full because of decisions you've made and you are not victimized by any of that, it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to complain because right. you chose to put all yeah, that stuff in your and life. And so that that's a big distinction mm-hmm. to me between those two. Yeah. That really makes um, sense. So I feel like definitely I agree with that article wholeheartedly that mm-hmm. bu- busyness has become just a status symbol yeah. and really kind of a bit of a competition mm-hmm. in our society. Yeah. Um, where do you think that comes from? And like, how do you push back against that? You were saying a little bit about that, that just owning your own decisions, but what are your thoughts on that?
0: I, I really think that this feeling of being busy, like being too busy to take something else on or being so busy that you're, I'm going to say quote unquote multitasking Mm -hmm. because i I'm not a believer really in mm-hmm. multitasking. I mean, I can cook and listen to a podcast at the same yes. time. So but one is active. that's multitasking, but I'm using two very right. different skills. Right. I cannot like, I see people in meetings or in conferences, like doing their email or trying to write an article. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, that's not working. Mm-mm. But anyway, I, I think that busyness gets confused with this, um, feeling of being needed and being important yes and it and it's just it's so easy to fill your time with um with busy work mm-hmm. with email and with little things mm-hmm. that make you feel busy so make you feel that you're being productive make you feel that you're mm-hmm. needed and important in things and right. so I think then that just um you know proliferates. And Mm -hmm. that's just kind of what we've all started to do. Um, I think, I think too, there are just so many ways to fill your time. Like, you know, not just, I mean, email is a huge one, because Mm -hmm. you can always be attending to your email just (laughs) about, you know, um, and then just all of like social media, Mm -hmm. you're not being productive at all, but you can feel like you're doing something. Yeah. It's just like illusion of busyness. You can Mm -hmm. feel engaged in something. And so that can just suck time away. Mm Um, so anyway, I, I guess, um, in terms of, like, pushing back against it, I I think ever since I've started trying to be more conscious about it, I I really don't see just being busy as a status symbol mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I try not to use that as a, like, as a status symbol that I try to show to other people or try to, mm-hmm. um, you know, boast about or something. And I guess instead, I, like, if I do encounter someone like that, it kind of more makes me feel like I wonder if they're being as intentional about their time mm-hmm. or it makes me kind of wonder like, yeah, like are why they? Are you, yeah. I seem
1: happy doing that. Right. Exactly.
0: Exactly. A lot of times, like you said, if it is um, like they're complaining about mm-hmm. it, you know, I kind of almost want to say like, well, you could do something about it maybe. <laughs> I know that is, that's, kind <laughs> you know, of how I always feel it's, about it's, it's, ki- it's kind of hard. Um, I think an- another thing that I just kind of thought of, Um, is that I feel like I'll hear people say just kind of offhandedly, I mean, this is kind of a tough one, like, oh, we should get together. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I'm kind of like on the fence about this because, um, relationships and friendships are a very important thing of life. That's Mm -hmm. more important than many of the, these other activities that we can fill our life with. But then at the same time, I feel like I only have so much bandwidth for maintaining genuine relationships mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, I, you know, I, I'm kind of like hesitant about just taking on more casual friends, mm-hmm. just like, a, okay, let's get together here or there. Because even one or two of those, yeah, like, you know, you only get two weekend days if mm-hmm. you're working full time with your family. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to be maintaining the relationships that you already have. Right. Um, so that anyway, you've already invested yeah. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just have kind of found myself lately not um, taking as much initiative into like establishing new friendships i mean i'm not saying that i haven't i've definitely like met a lot of new mom yeah. friends and stuff or i'll kind of like maybe wait for someone else to take the initiative because right. just not pushing that issue yeah because mm-hmm. i used to always feel a lot of guilt about like okay well i need to take the initiative and like i you know i want to reach out i mm-hmm. want to be a good friend to people and stuff but I just kind of realize that i have to yeah. Kinda, yeah there's a line there somewhere and i think
1: sometimes even
0: i feel like that lets some things off the hook though
1: too because I feel like sometimes you meet someone new and you say things like that yeah and then they get like then it actually happens but both of you are sort of doing it out of obligation like you don't really have that time and it becomes and then one of you makes an excuse about being busy right right it just becomes this thing where like okay maybe down the line that will be something you invest in more but I don't know. I feel like sometimes that it's hard. It's, it's what we think we should do. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yes.
0: And so I've been trying to let it more like organically Mm -hmm. happen Mm -hmm. because sometimes it does feel like, sometimes it just feels very obvious. It's like, oh, we live kind of near each other, like, yeah. hey, we're going to be at the park on Saturday. Do you want to yeah, meet at the super park? super casual like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then if it feels a bit more like, oh man, I just, I'm not sure if this is like easily fitting into our life. I'm right. trying to feel less guilty about just kind of letting that go or, um, you know, or maybe it'll happen down yeah. the line. So anyway, yeah. that's kind of something that came to mind. What uh, What about you?
1: Yeah, I just, I really think this is a big part of our culture yeah. as Americans. Totally. Um, and some of it is a good thing. I think mm-hmm. that we have it, this instilled cultural narrative of a work ethic and independence mm-hmm. and initiative, but it's gotten twisted, especially lately into this, like produce at all costs mm-hmm. and, Maybe, especially if you're doing something a little more creative or a little more I don't know, that just doesn't have like a widget that you're making right, you feel like now I have to invent busyness that looks like productivity yeah. that equals success, yeah, you know. And so I just think it's become this epidemic where we're like, I, I better look as busy as the next guy, mm-hmm. or perhaps I don't have as much worth mm-hmm. in in the workplace and just in my social circle, right. And even like, you know, moms who are staying at home and, and dedicating to being full-time moms. Like it's like a busyness Mm -hmm. competition with their kids and Mm -hmm. how busy their kids are. And Mm so I don't know. And then I think it gets really kind of nasty. Like you said, when, when you tell somebody, um, you know, I, Oh, I'm too busy for that. It's, Mm -hmm. it's number one saying you're not a priority or whatever you're saying, instead of just saying, Oh no, I don't think that'll work for me. Um, Miko is trying to He's like, really sneak <laughs> on your babka again he is all about it um, Watching you, and then it's also like oh no I'm too busy for that That's like right. you may have time for That's things right. like that but I could possibly yeah I'm busier <laughs> and therefore more worthwhile than you are mm-hmm. like it is really this very immature one-upping that happens but on a very like
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know passive-aggressive level and mm-hmm. it's really yeah I just really have a bad taste in my mouth for it mm-hmm. um I think something i would do to kind of push back like um even when i was teaching and i would get a lot of like oh must be nice to have your summers off must be nice to you know whatever right. that even means right. to truly have your summer off right but i just instead of like i i finally decided i'm not going to be defensive about that mm-hmm. anymore i'm never going to convince anybody how right. hard i work and why do i have to like right. it's not a competition mm-hmm. and so i just started saying yep it is yep. like it is really nice to mm-hmm. have the summer off and So I've kind of found it the other way around. Like I've been trying to boast about if I'm boasting about something or enjoying like Uh relaxing time. Like it is really okay to relax. It doesn't mean we're lazy and it doesn't mean it Mm -hmm. means like I've made time for that in my life. Yeah.
0: And then you might kind of also give someone else permission, like set an example and show someone else that like, oh, like. Look at her looking yeah. confident and totally Rested. Fine, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. With the fact that no, I don't have any plans this weekend, and I'm not planning on making yeah. any. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, I think that that's true, and it kind of draws that boundary. Maybe like if we if we were going to have an obligatory get together, it's like right. No, okay, cool. Because I want to stay on my couch too, and I don't
0: feel bad about not calling you uh-huh. now. You know. Uh-huh. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to say that sometimes too. I try to not feel bad about if. Um, People are asking, like, "Oh, can we get together this weekend or something?" To just say, you know what, we had a really busy week mm-hmm. in the family, and we're just looking forward to a low key weekend. Yeah. Or like on Saturday, we're just not going to do anything. Yeah, um, because you know, it can it can feel like if you don't have anything scheduled. Yes. Like it's you have it's have not an excuse. okay to say no, mm-hmm. but it is. It or just is. even say like, oh no, we're not going to be able to make it, but thank yes. you so much. No need for an excuse. Yeah. I've yeah. definitely started doing that too. Mm-hmm. And and that's okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think that's huge. I think we do the other, like we
1: apologize for our free time mm-hmm. yeah. and it shouldn't be that way. Right. Right. Um, so do you, so we talked about this. We definitely, I think we use busyness kind of as an excuse, but I think it yeah. can also be, kind of a distraction from more meaningful things yeah. like we sit on our phone and we're busy with our phone because uh-huh. it's easier sometimes than having you know genuine conversation or yeah. i don't know doing something mm-hmm. a little more mind mind stimulating yeah. so what are your thoughts on that
0: yeah i think that i think that's so true i think we can use these little tasks email checking our phones doing all this stuff it's just so much easier to attend to those and feel an accomplishment rather Mm -hmm. than setting aside the time or focusing on a much bigger task. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I'm sure you encountered this with writing your book when you just needed to sit and, stare at your computer screen mm-hmm. and just, like, ring those words from your brain. Mm-hmm. So much easier to check your email. Yep. Um, I definitely have this at work when I'm working on a project. It's like, you know, I could be responding to emails. I could be doing little tasks mm-hmm. and feel like, oh, I had a pretty productive day. But then at the end of the day, that's I didn't really make the progress right. that I needed. Right. So I'm trying to be more mindful of that. And I do just sometimes I feel like I see people at work. And it's been in all of the different jobs that I've had where it just seems like some people are so stressed out yeah. all the time. yeah. And, you know, I, I'm not really sure. I, I don't necessarily think that they're just doing email or just goofing right. off all the right. time. But yeah, it just seems like it, it's like a it, way of life. Like yeah. it becomes a way of life that like it's just you're your in, default. if you're at work,
1: you're in that mindset or like I go through life this way because mm-hmm. I'm supposed to right. like that's how it's supposed to be if I'm really a busy right you know productive person
0: yeah or just like like doing a task to death when sometimes mm-hmm. like you just kind of have to know when it's okay to just do it to satisfaction yeah. and just move on yeah like mm-hmm. it's gonna be not okay. overanalyze and mm-hmm. totally yeah so I feel like I I feel like I definitely yeah. see that a lot I think
1: it's it's easy to to say things like um you know i'll i'll mention like cooking dinner i try to cook dinner most nights uh-huh. and people be like oh i'm way too busy for that mm, and yeah. it's it's again that like putting down a little bit like must be nice to have time to cook right. dinner but it's also like this Um, what you're really saying is like, that's not something that's valuable. Like, yeah, it's not a priority for me. Yeah. And, and it maybe shouldn't be for you either. Uh Like, right. You should find something else to do with (laughs) your time. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. So like things like too busy to cook or Uh eat right or exercise. Uh It's really, we just kind of use it as a cop out sometimes. Like, yeah, I, or even to hang out with you know, close friends or something Mm -hmm. like that. It's that investment sometimes in that emotional energy you don't want to expend. Right. And so you're just too busy. Yeah. Like a blanket statement. Yeah. You know,
0: know, that's kind of got me thinking. I think maybe this has like a dual thing because I'm trying to think of like what I'm guilty of being too busy to do. I know that I know that there are things in my life. It's not like, I mean, I'm trying to be more intentional about this, but I'm not saying I'm perfect by any means. Um, I'm really bad about making time to pick up the phone and Mm -hmm. call people Mm -hmm. but I will say that also I just really don't like talking on the phone yeah so I don't know if, but I'm not but I'm not sure if it's I think it's a little bit of both yeah like it's sometimes a convenient excuse to say exactly Mm -hmm. exactly so but I don't know I'm sure where it can
1: feel kind of hard sometimes to reconnect like old friends or something and so you both just kind of throw up your hands and go well life got busy right because it's like awkward or you know Exactly. It's kind of hard, hard work of friendships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: Yeah, I've been trying to, something that works well for me, I think, and I think part of it is because I try to protect my time at home for mm-hmm. being present at home and being with my family. And so, you know, the evenings, I don't want to like make calls and then it's kind of like the weekends too. But anyway, some, something that, um, and I try not to talk on my phone in the car, But um, sometimes I try to make um, phone dates for my lunch hour at work. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to be more intentional about that. Mm -hmm. I have one good friend that we've been trying to have like regular phone dates Mm -hmm. during our lunch hour. So that can kind of help. You know, and it's like instead of just saying, oh, I'm too busy. We'll think like, okay, well, when could you do it? Yeah. Like you don't have to do it right now. Yeah. But when could you fit it in? Even if it's like a month from now. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. I have a friend. A great friend from high school she just actually made like partner at her law firm oh like, my gosh wow. she's for real busy yes. like that is an <laughs> intense career and she we talked about this when she visited a little while ago like she feels like she's let a lot of that get in the way mm-hmm. and she wants to reconnect and like replug right. into life because it's just been such a busy uh-huh. establishing her career for kind sure. of time period and so we like we'll do like a month ahead of time a phone date yeah and it's for like after she knows the kids will be in bed for a night that her husband's got Uh other commitments and so it's just like there's you know let's just clear the calendar and we kind of check in a week before like are you still up for Wednesday or whatever but it's been really really good to kind of combat that busyness epidemic
0: that's really awesome and I guess I would like say that for yeah for just a lot of things because you know it is so easy if something comes something comes up and it's it's so easy to just dismiss it I Mm -hmm. don't have time for that or maybe it's not a priority for you you know right then and that's okay but um Yeah, if you can just schedule something on your calendar, Mm -hmm. then that eliminates the guilt. Right. You know, because if it is something that you want to do, then otherwise it's just going to be hanging out there. Right. You haven't done it, and when are you going to do it? We should, I should. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so, I mean, you know, with, I think, with keeping in touch with people that are across the country, across the world, Mm -hmm. you know, people are busy, obviously, with their families and stuff. And so, it is legitimate that it's okay to get out your calendar to, like, schedule a phone date. Mm -hmm. But but you can put something yeah. on the calendar. And I think it kind of goes back to that,
1: um, you know, living your life, not letting your life run you, right. like truly living out of what you say your priorities are, uh-huh. like stopping and taking some time to think about, okay, uh-huh. family is a priority. So uh-huh. this is what that's going to look like right. even on my, you know, because uh-huh. you could very easily say, oh, I have to do this or that for work and this mm-hmm. or that for book club or blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, and not carve out that family time. Exactly. So it's like, I don't even think sometimes we stop and think about what our
0: priorities are and if we're living out of them or not. I think that's, you know? I think that's a lot of times is what it is because, um, yeah, just like stopping to think about it and then compare that to, okay, well, I say that my family is a priority or I say that like eating as a family Mm -hmm. at the table every night is. And it's like, well, why isn't that happening? Mm -hmm. Or just, you know, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. why aren't I getting to the gym or, you know, just kind of like even just identifying the issue or maybe what it is you are making a priority can Mm -hmm. just, that's the first step, I guess. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Okay. So I have definitely noticed this as a teacher, um, that it seems that we're passing this busyness epidemic onto our kids generation with involvement in so many activities and pressure to always be busy with schoolwork and like hours of homework and um, even parents, you know, kind of comparing in a competitive way how many hours of homework their kid has yeah. had Ugh. and it's I'm like, like already dreading that oh my goodness, <laughs> so what are your thoughts on that? I know you're thinking a lot about that, yeah, um, as we're moving into that for sure stage of life. You yeah. already are there, but you know as your kids get older, so yeah. what do you think about that?
0: yeah um i it's definitely something that already concerns me, and that Chris and I already talk about and try to talk about you know, what practices we'll put in Mm -hmm. place to try to, as much as possible, protect. um, And a lot of it, I think, is about protecting childhood. Yes, totally. (laughs) Because childhood is about unstructured, imaginative playtime. Amen. And, and (laughs) like, that is what it's about. And so, um, and just definitely from, you know, what I see, it seems like, other kids going through, Mm -hmm. just what I hear, that doesn't seem to be happening, mm-hmm. so it makes me very nervous um <laughs> but um anyway, some of the things that I think maybe we will do um definitely having very limited screen time at mm-hmm. home, I think that um you know because if you eliminate that as a form of entertainment well that just opens up th- i mean you can always be outside, you can always mm-hmm. be doing arts and crafts you c- i mean there's just. A million things. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't watch television on the weekdays when I was growing up. And it was something that my parents established. I think I was in fourth grade. And mm-hmm. so it there was like <laughs> no, hard at pushback. first. Yeah. Exactly. It was hard at first. But then I didn't miss it. Yeah. And then even when I could watch television... It wasn't part of my routine, and I still right. it's like still not really part of my lifestyle mm-hmm. now. So, um, so I think that'll be important. There's certainly many more types of screens now in yes. our world, <laughs> and so I'm not sure exactly how what that'll all look. Yeah, exactly. Who but knows what kind of screen they'll invent by then? Yeah, <laughs> but that will be the objective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that so that they know oh
1: i'm sorry oh yeah go ahead Uh, just so that they know how to play when it when the time arises right like that's a big thing to me if they're always entertained by a screen Uh
0: and then suddenly you turn loose outside and they're just like i don't know what to do that's
1: partly why we structure so much for them and Uh have play dates and activities Uh because they don't know how to play anymore on their own yeah yeah
0: sorry no that's fine (laughs) soapbox (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that is a good soapbox to be on (laughs) um i think that exhibiting the behavior of saying no to things and like just talking about how as a family we prioritize Mm -hmm. not filling our calendar or how you know you know what this weekend we're saying no to any requests Mm -hmm. for playdates or whatever because we just kind of need a low-key weekend Mm -hmm. at home so i think um like demonstrating that for Mm -hmm. them i hope um, another thing that's kind of already come up for us, which I didn't think would come up so soon <laughs> since Dash is just in daycare, but, um, I think we're going to establish a family policy of not selling anything for fundraisers. Oh man. And instead, I, like I am, great. I am, I am happy to write a check because yes. I know that schools and programs that mm-hmm. they need funding, but m- my time is more valuable. I know. And, and and so <laughs> is
1: the teachers and so is the yeah. kids. They don't want to yeah. do it either. It's yeah.
0: Like and, and it's like, it's something that I never enjoyed doing fundraising, Girl Scout cookie mm-hmm. selling, any of that. Mm-hmm. And just even the thought of like, even if like my kids are supposed to technically be in charge of it, just being involved was like giving me hives. And totally. I was just like, family policy. Yeah, like, I like that. <laughs> we're not going to make time for it. We will like, great, I will get out the checkbook uh-huh. and write a check. But... Uh, you know and then it's just I, I really like that too because who can argue with a family policy right you know like, like trumps it all exactly I'm like no it's a family policy for us well like, <laughs> and, and like
1: you're still you know that the the spirit behind it is to raise funds for right. a place that has limited funds and so it's like I will gladly support you I will gladly you know right. there's more than one way to be involved exactly. and so that's great exactly good policy <laughs> yeah
0: um so in terms of the all of the after school activities, I I do already have friends that have kids that are a little bit older and it it does just feel alarming how yes. like how many activities yes. they are involved in and how um just tired and stressed the parents seem mm-hmm. and so um and the kids. Yeah. They really and don't so aren't getting enough sleep it, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's it's really tough because obviously I want um like my kids to be involved in activities that they're passionate about, but then, so it'll just, it'll just be a balancing point. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess just thinking about it now, I'm hoping that we'll only enroll them in things that, you know, they come to us and really express an interest in. Like that's kind of how it was in, in my family growing up. Um, Like I wanted to do piano lessons. My parents didn't pester me to practice Mm -hmm. or do anything like that. So I knew it was all on me. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't want to do it anymore, that would be fine. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, And I hope that I'm not really sure what will be reasonable, but I hope limiting it in some way, like maybe just one per semester. Right. I don't know. I don't, I don't want our whole evenings to be driving all around town. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then I, um, the last thing I was thinking of too, is just for our like family vacation times and family downtime, I just want it to be lots of outdoor and mm-hmm. screen free time. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, I would just love for our vacations to be places where there's, you know, we put our cell phones all away or there's, you know, just mm-hmm. minimal of that. We're just outside at national parks. We've got our books and board games and mm-hmm. I don't know, I hope, I hope I'm not being too, naive and unrealistic <laughs> but maybe for the teenage years but yeah, they right. hate any family vacation in yeah. teenage years, maybe so. if we okay. establish it early okay. yeah so anyway this is my like sparkly vision for my <laughs> family right. in the future I so like it I like can, I like this can... idea
1: of family policy too like yeah. if this overwhelms me I'm making a policy exactly. about it and it's,
0: it's happening. I'm all about that
1: <laughs> uh, yeah I just think that it is really it is frightening how yeah how much we're okay with taking away Uh free play and unstructured, unsupervised even like other than, you know, minimal supervision, but not like guided by adults Yeah, time. Uh Like I think of how much time even my family was like very, I mean, I was not, my family was not at all permissive Mm -hmm. growing up. Like I had a close, you know, a close watch on me and they were a little overprotective even in some ways. I Mm -hmm. think they would agree, but I still had hours and hours of uninterrupted time just even in my own backyard with mm-hmm. my siblings. Yeah. Making up silly games or going, you know, down the down the street a little bit mm-hmm. to the neighbors or whatever mm-hmm. and I just can't imagine childhood without that, but that's mm-hmm. what's happening. Mm-hmm. A lot of childhoods don't have that now and it's not just my own nostalgia, like research shows that's how children right. learn, that's how they develop. Mm-hmm. It, it's natural and mm-hmm. so Um, that's really kind of scary to me. So that is something that I'm definitely going to protect. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it's when we make our, we wrap our self-worth up then in our children's self-worth and we pass on that need to be productive all the time. And like, if you can say you've gone to ballet right. and to soccer in the same day and then came home and did your homework till nine o'clock, well, then you were a good kid. Right. You were, you were a hard worker and you were a good student. Right? And what a dangerous message that is, yeah. you know, like that really, I mean, I had kids coming to school just exhausted because mm. they did that very thing and stayed up till 10 o'clock doing homework. Oh my goodness. And it's just like, no, I want school to be a priority for my kids, but I want, family and like their own little personal souls to be a priority to them too you know so Uh that is something I feel really strongly about Mm -hmm. Um, and I think it goes along with this idea of like scarcity like Uh if my kid is not in soccer at two years old and on every club team and everything else like They'll, they'll never learn how to play soccer or exactly. they, they'll be behind. Uh-huh. There's not enough. There's not enough of the soccer pie to right. go around, you <laughs> yeah, know? you're right. And it that's where some of this, like, busyness drive comes from. Like, uh-huh. if I don't hustle, I'm going to miss out. Right. And my kids are going to miss We're gonna out. We're going to miss the boat. hmm mm-hmm. So I really, like, I feel like we really have to push back against that. It's a yeah. very hard thing. Yeah, it is. Um, and then with that comes that pace of life, right? Like, the oh, yeah. busyness is about a hurried pace all the time. Oh, so. Yes. I think sometimes we, could, if we can just slow down, mm-hmm. we stop and realize that. So, what are some ways you kind of consciously slow down the pace of life? I know both of us. Yeah. This is important to both of it us. Is. So, what do you do? It
0: really is. Uh, th- I think one of the number, the number one things, and I mean, this is something that is something chris and i are constantly working on but it's limiting screen time and for us it's it's our phones mm-hmm. like we don't watch a lot of television but um yeah we'll just kind of get into the routine of like checking our phones in bed which is like so disgusting i know it really is like <laughs> i can't or, like before i'm even up i'm I checking know. my phone like it's like this is so gross
1: <laughs> how about i get up and participate in my actual world first I know. before i check I know. the virtual
0: um but so, yeah, so we've, like, talked about and tried to institute, like, when we get home from work to put our phones, like, in our bedroom and just, like, not having them around mm-hmm. and things like that. And, and I have just noticed it's just, it is a habit to break, but it it's actually so easy to get into the routine of, mm-hmm. of just putting it down and not looking at it. It feels so liberating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that just feels like it slows it down because yeah. you don't have that that need to feel like you're constantly checking in or you're mm-hmm. not getting the reminders from social media about mm-hmm. what everyone else's perfect life is looking yeah. like and yeah. what cute crafts they're making mm-hmm. and everything like the noise right exactly. that just like constant noise yeah just the noise and so um and then for I think then it's like finding non-screen entertainment that's been really mm-hmm. great for us because we can get into times when we're just like binging on like Netflix television mm-hmm. shows and mm-hmm. there is something really awesome about that. Oh like yeah, There's, there is a time and a place for <laughs> yes. a good binge, and that yeah. is okay. And uh-huh. so we'll kind of go through ebbs and flows, yeah. you know. But I have just noticed that when we get on um, in this routine of like finding non-screen stuff to do, um, post bedtime, it just feels so great. Um, Mm -hmm. so we're really into like board games, card games and dice games. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when there's, there'll be times when there'll be, you know, a few weeks when just every night after Dash goes to bed or every other night we play Yahtzee Mm -hmm. or something. And I'm like, this just feels, it's so fun.
1: What is that about? What is it about that in particular that you think like makes life slow down a little bit? Do you know what I mean? Uh, like yeah. versus TV or something like that. I'm just curious yeah. what kind of.
0: Well, I think because then I'm actually engaging with Chris. Mm-hmm. Like we're not just like, I mean, when we're watching television, like, yes, he's there, yeah. but we're not doing anything together. And then like three hours goes by and yeah. you're like, oh, right. hi, I exactly. didn't even talk to you today. <laughs> yeah. And if you're playing a game, you're like kind of using your mind, even if mm-hmm. it's not like a super difficult game, it's just engaging in a mm-hmm. different way. Um, and then I think there is just that thing you know you read about it everywhere with just the the light from our screens and things mm. just kind mm-hmm. of like stimulates you in a different way and so then it's like i'm just like keep watching television and it's like sud- a little wired yeah mm-hmm. and suddenly then when you do want to go to bed you just kind of feel like uh mm-hmm. whereas the other way it's kind of like okay we had like this nice activity and now i feel like relaxed Wound down a little bit yeah. yeah so that makes sense yeah i think that's kind of um yeah. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that um, we've kind of talked about just minimizing our stuff this past year. I mm-hmm. th- Less stuff equals more time. Yeah. Because it's less stuff to maintain. Yeah. Right? We've talked about that. Like there's less stuff to clutter your house. So it takes less time to clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think just a clean uncluttered environment to me just lets my mind be at peace Mm -hmm. and I'm not looking around and seeing all of the cleaning or tasks that I need to do or even just like Things that need attending to. Like, oh, that's out because I need to take it there or. Right, and make room for it in that closet because there's no room right (laughs) now. Exactly. Whatever it is. And I mean, and I've said it before, like, my house is by no means like bare. Like, we still have lots of stuff, but we're trying to be very intentional about, like, Mm -hmm. this is something that we really want in our house. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that that helps a lot. Um, The other thing, just being, trying to be just really cognizant of saying yes and no yeah like you know just when a commitment comes up I try to really think about okay is this something I really want to do and if my initial reaction is no but I'm still feeling like oh like I should I I try to really think about it like okay should I do I really need to feel obligated yeah like where's that should coming from is Is that a
1: relationship I've neglected and I really should you know replug in or is it
0: and some sometimes it's my own like home bodiness mm-hmm. that, you know, I push I, past a
1: little bit that yeah. I do
0: have to push because then I know once I say yes, I will have a great time and I'll be like, oh, I'm so glad we yes. did that. So sometimes that's a little bit of a struggle for me, too. But, yeah, just trying to not respond so quickly, like yes or no, mm-hmm. especially just not like, yes, great. We can do it just because we don't have anything scheduled. Yeah. Feel like, OK, wait, this is like precious time. hmm like, is this how we want to spend our time? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. And then the other, the other thing that you already mentioned was just trying to take time every now and then and evaluate the priorities. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you, you can't spend your time doing everything. So what, what are your top three or four? Mm -hmm. Does your calendar reflect that? And if not, why not? Are yeah. there little changes you could make to make it like more in line? You know, it doesn't have to be like an overhauling yeah. your whole lifestyle, but maybe just um, like we said, like scheduling a once a month phone call with a friend right. or a family member right. or something. So, yeah, absolutely. yeah. What about you? What what are yeah, things I that really you do to slow really down like the pace? I like those ideas. Yeah. Um,
1: I have found for me that a huge red flag, and it might not be for everybody, but I would encourage you to find your busyness red flag. That's a good one. For me, a huge red flag is if I have no free nights in a week. Oh, that's the worst. Like that to me, I don't know what it is about that. And I even, you know, because daytime is still I'm writing or I'm doing housework or it's work time, right? So like, but if I have no free evenings, Mm -hmm. like after dinner time. I feel very like the week gets away from me oh, yeah. even if I have you know some free time during the day I just I think there's something to that like rhythm for me yeah. where I need to have a few nights at home where there's just nothing going on and so yeah. I try really hard not to schedule like a full week of something going on every single night yeah. like this week I didn't do a great job of it actually <laughs> and I'm like but it's Christmas time and it's kind of busy right, right now right. when we're recording this so yeah um yeah, that is that will make me feel stressed and busy and hurried real quickly.
0: Totally. I, I almost can't stand having like I don't like to schedule anything on the weekdays if I can yeah, help it. Like
1: weeknights. Weeknights. Maybe like a once
0: a month kind of a commitment or something yeah. like that. But it's 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 like a like a special thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, I can only imagine I think it's gotten it's gotten easier now that we have Dash cause because like a lot of our other friends have kids too. So mm-hmm. it's like, we're doing the bedtime routine and stuff. I think before Dash, it was definitely easier. And yeah, same thing. Like if, if it was even just like more than one or two, it yeah. would just feel like, Oh, like, mm-hmm. Oh man. Even so, if it wasn't
1: anything that took a lot of effort, like, yeah, you know, we'll even talk about, especially in our collective calendar too. I think right. sometimes we don't look at like the whole family picture Yeah, where, you know, Jeremiah has an HOA meeting and I have this and we, and it, when yes. you sit down to talk about it you're like holy crap we do have a busy week <laughs> right and I don't like living like this yes. so when are we gonna have dinner together yeah. Like, how is that gonna work that
0: happens to us too because Chris will more frequently have evening commitments mm-hmm. like with work and stuff and yeah there have been times where he'll have A couple things in a week Mm -hmm. and it's just oh I'm like so Mm -hmm. happy to get through that week yeah yeah that's that's a really good one I like that and I like that I that idea of finding your red flag
1: yeah and that kind of um when you do look at your collective family calendar especially stopping and saying like Jeremiah has been really good lately about being like okay well I'm gonna be gone for work this week and the following week we have a busy week so what about a you Know Wednesday morning, I don't have a meeting until nine o'clock. What about a coffee date? Aww, you know, like yeah. finding a different time and being flexible and communicating right. about that. Yeah, Miko really wants, he babka. really does. He really, <laughs> really does. He's gotten up on like both of our laps a couple of times. Um, so that is something else that's important, and then yeah, that saying no, and then. Yeah. Let it go. Like right. if you have said no, uh-huh. you don't need to justify. Mm-hmm. You don't need to make excuses. You don't need to don't need to feel guilty. Compare and mm-hmm. worry about what you missed out on. Like yeah. just
0: own it. Let own it, own it go. Your no. Own it.
1: Do it kindly and mm-hmm. let it go. And I feel like being on the receiving end of that, I so much more appreciate a. No, I can't make it. Thanks uh-huh. so much for inviting us though. Then like this long involved long drawn out. Yeah, because it's again that like one Like right. I don't have time for your party. Uh-huh. And like I don't know how you expect anybody to come right. to this party. Like <laughs> who has time for that? You know yeah. what I mean? So mm-hmm. just keeping it simple, I think yeah. would be a good thing. Yeah. Um Yeah. And then those uh something else, like carving out those other times. Like, the rhythm of life. Like, I feel like sometimes Mm -hmm. I feel overwhelmed and too busy when we're not in a rhythm. Yeah. When we're not. And it might look different for different people. Maybe somebody needs, like, to get up early in mornings and have Uh their morning coffee every week to feel not too yeah. rushed but for me it's like dinner every mm-hmm. night mm-hmm. sitting down to dinner carving out that time yeah. and then like at least one weekend leisurely breakfast mm-hmm. like if our weekends too busy to sit and make like a good old like bacon right. and eggs breakfast right. i just feel like it's too much yeah. you know yeah. so that that's what kind of yeah, works yeah i
0: i love i love my routine and mm-hmm. and yeah i think that's part of it is that when we have like weeknight evening commitments or something that's not part of the routine and then um yeah, you just want to get back to it, and it's yeah. like I just start craving a weekend with no plans, or just a very normal, regular yeah. week.
1: I just think you need breathing room, yeah. in your in your schedule yeah. and in your daily life. Uh huh. Okay, so besides this chocolate, Bob, because it's pretty good, oh my and gosh. Miko's definitely obsessed. Miko is definitely <laughs> obsessed. Um, what are your what is another current obsession of yours? Oh, man.
0: We are, like, having to come up with a run one after another here. I know. There's in one week. <laughs> um, okay, but I do have one. So I am currently 38 weeks pregnant. <laughs> uh, so I think my obsession right now is, like, Googling any sensation, like, could this be labor? <laughs> When when will my baby be here? And (laughs) and it is ridiculous. Like someone, (laughs) someone just, it was so funny. Like one of my friends had just liked something on Facebook. And so it like came up in my feed and it was something like, like questions or posts that you see from like every woman at the end of pregnancy, (laughs) you know, and it's just ridiculous. And, and the thing that is so frustrating about it is because there's no way to know, like, Basically, the, like there'll be websites that are like signs that you are in labor and it's like your water broke. <laughs> you are having consistent contractions for over two hours. Like all, none all the stuff <laughs> you already know. Quit exactly. Googling. <laughs> exactly. All of the things that like, yes, I will know I am in labor at that point. But what I want to know right now. <laughs> Is that i want to know i'm progressing towards <laughs> exactly that. or like based on the swelling of my feet can you <laughs> give me like a three to five day estimate you that's know awesome. so it's um an obsession it is not fulfilling and it's very frustrating yes. that's so
1: funny because as you were as we were recording you had like a a moment you must have been uncomfortable or something uh-huh. and you like breathed out and then took your sweater out off. Oh, yes. And I was like, are you going to deliver oh. right now? Oh. Like, do we need to pop like, I will finish this podcast.
0: <laughs> is it happening, Kelsey? Is no, it happening? No. It's more just like <laughs> it's so funny. I just like my lung capacity is so shrunk. So yeah. it's like so weird when I talk for a long time, suddenly I'm like so winded. <laughs> like just, there's no just room from to take having a conversation. <laughs> oh my gosh the conversation was just wearing you out oh my goodness yes that is so funny. anyway yes I'm obsessed with google it's not helping me at all but and by the time this airs listeners You've gotta have a baby by this there, point you
1: you should be seeing baby pictures yeah flooding kelsey's instagram yes. feed and thank goodness all, all will be well thank goodness <laughs> <laughs> what about you um I am obsessed I'm gonna keep with the chocolate theme here Let's tonight do it I am obsessed with chocolate covered potato chips from Trader what? Joe's. Oh, I don't had know one? if I've had those yet. I mean, do you want to sample it live? Yes. Okay, but I forgot to bring it to the table, so okay. hold, please. <laughs> Holding.
0: I'll I'll keep you entertained, listeners, while Erica, while Erica runs to the runs to the kitchen. Ooh, she's coming back with a bag. I've seen these. I've seen these at Trader Joe's before, but I've never sampled them. They Ooh. are,
1: if you enjoy salty chocolate combinations like who doesn't you know a sea salt chocolate or a chocolate covered pretzel mm. i believe you will enjoy this but it's just a different texture than okay a chocolate covered pretzel all right they're just kind of clumps you gotta kind of gotcha kind of kind of break mm-hmm. one of these off mm-hmm. taste test oh crunchy moment of truth mm. aren't those good mm, yeah and they're like richer than a chocolate covered pretzel because mm-hmm. of the friedness of the potato chip
0: yeah and like the covering of chocolate is like nice and thick yes oh that's good
1: someone sent us these i will never forget as like a young child you know how sometimes family friends will send you like a popcorn tin or whatever yeah someone sent milk chocolate covered potato chips Mm -hmm. and we thought it was like the weirdest craziest (laughs) thing like we were eating like chocolate covered grasshoppers or or something right right Nico,
0: get down. He also apparently
1: wants He's like, or hey, what do what do you have in now? Yeah. Um <laughs> those are really good. And so yeah, I rediscovered them at Trader Joe's uh-huh. and I do love them. A bag
0: is making, its, and making its way into your cart every uh-huh, time. Uh-huh. I know how that goes.
1: <laughs> All right. So in some neighborhood news the um, big neighborhood news. So this is a little delayed once again, but right. as of recording this.
0: as of today. The bakery whoa is open and we <laughs> were both open. there today yes, on separate we occasions. <laughs> on separate occasion. So awesome. Yeah, Chris and I went earlier this morning. Um I had an appointment and um so I was going to go to my appointment so actually Chris and Dash biked over. Okay. Um and I drove. And um yeah, we've been, uh, as we said, stocking them on Facebook and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. anticipating their opening. And um, so I was pleasantly surprised. Yes. With just the decor. Looks Ambiance. very great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of set up like, I mean, just like. Uh, no, I wouldn't, not an industrial bakery. There's a very like, um, welcoming little yeah. front and everything, but then it is like all big and open and you can see the mm-hmm. baking stuff and the big racks of bread and whatever. And they're baking just like have lots of sandwich loaves. Yeah. We brought home a really yummy apple cinnamon swirl bread mm. that I'm pretty excited about. I mm-hmm. might have to get one of those to have on Christmas morning. Um, they've got like cookies and scones and chocolate babka. Yeah. I am a fan.
1: I, I had a hard time choosing. I was just yeah. very curious about the babka. What
0: else was out? When we were there, there were just a couple loaves of like those different like sandwich breads and then they had cookies and scones and stuff out. But they didn't have, maybe they had some brownies out too that looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. They didn't have any chocolate babka. Was there anything else that caught your eye? That they you had like to try?
1: dinner rolls. They had Ooh. an orange roll and a cinnamon roll. Yum. They had... Mm, some scones Mm -hmm. and yeah like the Mississippi mud pie kind of brownie things yeah um yeah and then all the different breads Mm -hmm. I think that was about it too Mm -hmm. but I got the last babka whoa so like Jerry Seinfeld said (laughs) I was the grandma I'm lucky I didn't get tackled (laughs) didn't get mugged on Uh your way out someone was asking you know about it as I was walking out (laughs) and you like clutched it a little tighter and ran out yeah
0: but overall like the decor is very consistent Mm -hmm. it's like modern fresh nice and clean um i am disappointed there is no coffee
1: there was no coffee there's no
0: coffee and there's just like there's just there's, it's not a big area, so mm-hmm. there's just two tables where you can kind of kind of sit and like enjoy yeah. your scone, but it's not set up for lingering. Yeah, it's more like a take-it-to-go kind of a thing. Yeah, get your get your bread, get your treats, and go. But I
1: do feel like some of the best places are the places that do one thing and yeah. do it well. I know, I think you're you right. Know? I like a pizza right. place that maybe it looks a little eh, lacking yeah. in ambiance, but right. it's like the best carry-out kind That's of right. a place. Do yes. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I do. I do. I do. I do appreciate that. I'd rather have them do less. Yeah. better and then you I know agree. grow from there maybe they'll add coffee or I agree something.
0: I think you know I want that like neighborhood coffee spot mm-hmm. and so I was like hoping this would be mm-hmm. all in one and so I just need to you know <laughs> be it'll patient. come be patient because if there's going to be a great bakery like I feel like a great coffee shop is, is then soon to
1: follow because someone's be. already done the baked goods work right. for right
0: exactly so there you go
1: I do have other news um, that is not on our outline, but oh, well tell me. my hairstylist who is right next door yes. to the bakery has told me that there is a pizza place going in <gasps> on the other side of them Shut up. and it is a mom and pop type pizza <gasps> place. That is very exciting, Erica. I'm actually very surprised that I forgot to tell you that already. (laughs) I
0: am too. And that I know about it before you do. (laughs) I know. Google is failing. I need to like stop Googling the pregnancy symptoms and get back back to my shopping center. Yep. Okay. Well, please keep bugging her. See if she can get an advanced menu Mm -hmm. and find Mm -hmm. out. Well, we need to find out is it like... New York inspired Chicago yeah, inspired okay well and you know I'm open now because that's
1: I right. feel like on the other side of the neighborhood uh-huh. we have our place like yes. our carry out Friday night place we love that you've place. got a place
0: that you love we have yeah. a place that we love too so I'm like you know we're we're impressed yeah impress <laughs> me. what you got bring what you <laughs> that's have right bring it on mm-hmm. okay well that is very exciting yes this, this little shopping center is really up and coming I know I'm really excited <laughs> about it
1: so I will tell you another story for neighborhood news. Um, do. When I was back in Wisconsin, from the, from the vintage files. Yeah, well, a couple months back now. Okay. By the time this comes out, okay. Uh, Mr. Ladd texted me a mm-hmm. picture, and <laughs> yes. he's like, "Check this out, ellipses," <laughs> <laughs> and the saucy so neighbors across mm-hmm. the street. Um, the young son was laying on the hood of their suburban with sunglasses oh. and a hood on. Sunglasses. And um, with a blanket on him. Okay. Like taking a snooze. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? Like in the street. You know, yep. on the suburban. As one does. Yeah. So this family does a lot of d- very domestic things out on the street. <laughs> laundry, Outdoors. Laundry sorting. <laughs> sleeping on Napping. hoods of cars. Just, mm-hmm. you know. There was some sort of, I don't know, shelling of beans or something in a bucket (laughs) (laughs) at some point i mean the sidewalk on the street is just an extension of your home Uh, yeah you know Mm -hmm. be neighborly i guess right oh goodness so that was that was fun that is interesting Uh (laughs) all kinds of interesting things going on (laughs) across the street there um so anything else for neighborhood news for me
0: i don't think so i don't think i don't think we can top that uh yeah (laughs) especially bakery and pizza yeah i mean we're really excited
1: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. We would love to hear what you think about this busyness epidemic. Um, Let us know on Twitter. We're High Girls Next Door. Send us an email at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com or leave a comment on our blog, girlnextdoorpodcast.com.
0: Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly.
1: Can Let's I just tell you this. that I didn't know for a very long time that busyness was spelled with a Y instead of an I, and I kept going... Business.
0: <laughs> like mate? Okay. In popular culture, in the Seinfeld episode, The Dinner Party, yes. so mark this one, Jerry and Elaine stop at Royal Bakery to purchase a chocolate babka, but forget to take a number at the counter. As a result... Yes, I remember ...a this couple now. on their way to the same dinner party get ahead of them in line and purchase the last one. Jerry and Elaine eventually resort to purchasing a cinnamon babka... Which (laughs) Elaine considers a lesser bobber.